I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host and social media guru, Jeff. I would agree with that, actually. I'm Jeff, too, but you, you've been killing it on social media. So, And uh, also with us today, we got a full crew, Producer Joe. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Dr. Todd on the conch. Aloha. Sound engineer Tom, again, working his magic, making us... Uh, actually, this is kind of a cool one. I know we're a podcast, you can't see it, but this is the first time we're actually combining Zoom with our uh, Zencaster so we can actually see each other while we podcast yes. from home. Check one, two, check. Great to see everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, it is. Cheers. Cheers. Exactly. Cheers. Yeah, we're still sheltering with beer in place. The fact that it's given us a lot more time for podcasting and reaching out. And listeners, thank you for continuing to tune in, listen during these uh, strange times. Also, thank you for sharing our podcast with your beer drinking friends. We've added quite a few listeners as well as followers on Twitter and Instagram over the last few weeks. Uh, we started this pod actually about 20 minutes before the podcast. We had 495 followers on Instagram. And I sent out a message to uh, join us in the next hour and I'll shout you out to see if we can't get to 500. So Baroness Beer in New Jersey joined up. Girl Beer Taster joined up. Jeb Mast Andrea or Jeb Mast Andrea joined up. So we're just a couple away now, guys. Fantastic. Nice. Keep them rolling. That's right. So also remember, you can listen into our field trips and be reminded of what it was once like to actually sit at a brewery and talk face to face. We've actually been to 12 breweries over the last couple of months and uh, maybe take a, a listen to some of those trips uh, as a sort of escape from uh, the current day to day. Um, and a big thank you also to Three Mile Brewing in Davis, California, Helia Brewing in Vista, California, and Dos Desperados Brewing in San Marcos, California for joining us on our uh, recent virtual field trips. Uh, they've all done call-ins with us here as we're doing some virtual uh, field trips. And uh, those episodes are available. So take a listen to them. And, and those are places that uh, if you're local, you should frequent them, uh, get some beers from them. And uh, and then once things get back a little more to normal, we can go there. You guys should be visiting them. All three of them are great breweries. Absolutely. And we have a couple more lined up for this week and next week. So we appreciate them, I guess, letting us visit virtually. Keep downloading. Give us five stars when we earn it. Uh, leave a comment and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at I Like Beer the Podcast. And on Twitter, I Like Beer the Po one and I Like Beer the Ta one. And as always, find us all on Untapped and uh, you know, drink a virtual beer with us. No one needs to drink alone. New friend this week, Rob T. Big shout out to you. Here's to you. Cheers. Find us, like us, and and uh, keep the word moving along and getting more people checking in us to us. Yeah, I got Rob T. And you know who Rob T is? He, he's he been shouting us out. He's a fat, drunk, and stupid podcast. Oh, very good. Oh, nice. He's been giving us all kinds of uh, uh, love on uh, on Twitter and sharing our link to our podcast. So thanks, Rob. We appreciate it. And I've listened to two of his episodes now, and, and he's a great interviewer. So I've, I've been taking some notes on how to get a good interview in from him. Very cool. Cool. Tonight, tonight, Tom's been waiting for... For some time now, we started this podcast, what, seven, eight months ago? Uh, tonight, Tom, you want to tell them where we're getting beers from? Or they probably already guessed from this setup. 
I'm going to give him a three guesses <laughs> and I'm going to take away the first, I'm going to take away the first the two first guesses. Two. Yeah, yeah. So they only get one guess. <laughs> Alex, I'll take Sierra Nevada for a thousand. Oh, uh-huh. what a never guess that. <laughs> Nice. No, I I appreciate the time on the mic, guys. Uh, the first one we're having tonight is Bitburger's Triple Hop Lager. Now, you might, might question why I said Bitburger first, because it's actually a collab with Sierra Nevada. Uh, weighing in at about 5.8 ABV and 30 IBUs, this one's just a simply beautiful harmony of German and American brewing styles, guys. It's fantastic. Uh, it's a dry hop lager full of grapefruit citrus. And, and uh, fruit notes balanced by the pleasant bitter finish and light malt backbone. So drink up and enjoy. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, thank you. Cheers, yeah, thanks, Tom. Tom. Also, hey, here's cheers. a big cheers to Sierra Nevada. They're celebrating like their 40th, this is the 40th anniversary right now going on where the, of, yeah. of Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. That's pretty I was impressive. Get to that, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, Tom, to steal the thunder, but I, since it's we're cheering right. and toasting them, I'm going to toast them. <laughs> right. You know, the it's first word birthday. that. The first word that comes to mind when I drink this beer is harmony. I don't know why. It's a really good, it's probably my favorite lager. It is. It's definitely my yeah, top good. lagers I've had, but not true German lager style like the regular Bitburger, which I also like. It's definitely an American West Coast style blend with a with a lager. It's got that hop profile. Yeah, a little, lot hop more profile. Hop and, profile. Yeah. yeah. Nice job. Yeah, definitely. And how'd you get these beers? Well, this one was uh, off the shelf at Costco, and I, I saw it there one day. I'm like, I got to have this because it's a great blend of, obviously, Germany and the great Sierra Nevada. So I thought of you guys, obviously, so I tried to share a few around with you guys and, and appreciate the opportunity. Uh, for, for our listeners who don't know who Bitburger is, uh, Bitburger Brewery is in Bitburg, Germany, and was founded in 1817, believe it or not. It's currently the producer of their number one draft beer, appropriately named Bitburger. Uh, also, in doing a little research, I found that there's a lot of similarity between Sierra Nevada and Bitburger. Bitburger is a privately family-owned company in its seventh, count it, seventh generation of existence. The company's success over the past 200 years has been a result of uncompromising commitment to highest quality, courage for technical innovations, and dedicated employees. And last but not least... Bitburger's always been very active in its home region, particularly with its careful use of natural resources as well as protection of the environment and climate, which they never take for granted. So it sounds a lot like Sierra Nevada. I thought I'd share that. So. Yes, yeah, so it actually was brewed in, it, it was imported from Germany. It means it had to follow all the laws. Yeah. It, it's a mix of their German hops and American hops. They had to follow all those Germany purity laws we talked about on Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to break in for a second with a news flash. Uh-oh. Uh oh. We just picked up another another follower on Instagram, Booth Hill Brewing in Massachusetts. That puts us nice. put us at four ninety nine, and I don't want to. As, wow. as the kids are saying, I don't want to get butthurt about this. But someone just dropped off. We would just at five hundred, and we just lost a follower. Is it something I said? That's something I posted. Uh, but that's four ninety eight with a. Uh, Boothfield Brewing in Massachusetts. So thanks for following. And we're following them right back. Yep. I learned that from Mike Lopez. If someone follows you, you follow them back. Even when it's obvious they're Russian trolls. But Boothill is not a Russian <laughs> troll, but there's a couple. No, no. <laughs> to be clear, there might be a few. So everyone's got a Sierra Nevada in hand or a Bitburger Sierra Nevada in hand? Or two? Sierra, I got two, actually. 
Oh, usually I just run right down to Costco, the beer this tasty, and you said it's at Costco, but I went to Costco last week and I've lost all faith in humanity. <laughs> so <laughs> it was not, a, and I'm not a person that gets worried or panicked about this whole COVID-19 thing. I, I kind of play by the rules. We've made some social agreements about how to behave with each other and, you know, with masks and social distancing and common courtesy and, oh my, what a disaster it was. And and, uh, yeah, so no, I'm, I hope they will have it when, uh, there's normal times again, I'm going to have my eye out for it. Cause it's, it's quite delicious. Uh, now that everyone's got one, I was going to say, you should head to the beach this week. I'm sure that'll restore <laughs> your faith in humanity since they just opened them up and I'm sure oh. everyone's behaving. <laughs> swimming. Oh, behaving swimming. It wasn't good. Oh, Joe, well done. Yes. I had to get out my teacher voice and tell a guy to back off. <laughs> came up like looking through my basket <laughs> Did you? back up go away <laughs> all right everyone's got a Sarah Nevada Bitburger right. in hand roll out the orchestra it's time for toast roast and pour one out I see that we have uh, quite a list of toasts so that that's good we were out able to go find some good news out there huh i tried i couldn't find any sorry <laughs> i think i would think we got you covered though uh, i appreciate yeah, that good. good doc you've got a couple things yeah i'll go first i'm uh, i got two a couple breweries some good news first of all uh zip line brewing in uh omaha nebraska every wednesday in may is workforce wednesday to honor the restaurant industry and our first responders all day Wednesdays, the brewery is offering furloughed members of the bar and restaurant industry a free growler fill of the beer of their choice. So what? good oh, job, Zipline nice. Brewing. That's cool. And then uh, a lot of you know, a lot of people know of Goose Island Brewing. Well, I'll, this is my favorite one. They've dispatched a black van to roam the streets of Chicago playing ice cream truck music. So you can either flag them down or call the call the number on the side of the van, <laughs> and they'll stop and they'll deliver beer to you. That is that's fantastic. that's great too. There you go. That will that so will not go away after the yeah. You know, I just can remember you know as a kid running after the ice cream truck. Yeah. If I see a truck like that, I'm running down the street, yeah, you know, all, the, all the dads charging after the van. Stop! Yeah. Stop! Out of the way, kid. Out of the way. Mom, throw down some money. I don't want to turn a toast into a roast, but uh, <laughs> I, I hear all kinds of praise for Goose Island uh, Brewing and different beers they have. I've only had the IPA, and I absolutely I think it's just one of the absolute worst beers I've ever had, the Goose Island IPA. <laughs> and it's oh, probably no. turned me away from trying some <laughs> of their other stuff, but I... I see people post pictures of it and, and give great reviews of some of their, not of the IPA, but some of their other beers. And, and I need to get over it. It tastes like grass to me, not pot, like a lawn. It. Like it has like real it grass. Ha yeah. Got an with, ice cream with, truck though. With notes of lawn. <laughs> it's just not one of my favorites, <laughs> um, but they're big business. So someone, someone's loving it. And so, sorry, goose. Island. They're not, they're not listening. Field. I'm not yeah. going to worry about it too much. <laughs> That was that was actually probably list, uh, Instagram follower uh, four ninety eight right there. Yeah, think, the, one that 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 just bailed, so, uh, the one that just bailed. The one that just dropped off. They knew it was coming. So, <laughs> hey Tom, you got a toast? Yeah, I do have a toast, and uh, I'm I'm going back to uh, a pour one out that Jeff uh, did for teachers recently. And Jeff, I hate to say it, but you were a little premature in your toast. 
Oh, okay. As I have heard tribute and thanks and respect from thousands and thousands of parents all over the world out there who are right now, as we speak, ready to expel their kids from homeschool. <laughs> nice. And it, it and it's not just the common folk. It's the celebrities out there in the world as well. So with that, I give you Chris Hemsworth, a.k.a. Thor, God of Thunder, who made this public statement recently. Hey, what's up, guys? I uh, hope you're doing well out there. Um, if you find yourself in a situation like myself, like a lot of people, where you're having to homeschool your kids and you're failing miserably, because uh, yeah, it's, it's not an easy task. It's a very, very difficult job teaching, and I have a, a boundless, unlimited respect for teachers globally, globally, globally universally, uh, and I thank them for that. Very cool. There you go. So with that, I'd like to raise my glass and toast you teachers, because after all, not all heroes wear capes. Your word, not mine. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> if you're going to force the label on me, I'm not going to sit yeah, here and I'll argue with you. Yeah, that's very nice. Thank you, Tom. Do all capes wear heroes? You guys? Thank you, Tom. And thank you, Thor. And thank you, Chris Hemsworth, too. Who would have guessed that celebrities would be struggling with raising their children? Uh, who knows? Well, because probably the nannies can't make it. So it's you know, <laughs> oh. on your own now. Oh, oh, they're not. They're not. Li- I'm, hey, yeah. hey, if we start losing Instagram followers, we know we've got a lot of celebrity followers. A lot of right celebrity now. followers. Yeah. 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 I bet they've got a sense of humor. I've just. I, listen, I would bet you they do too. I've also recently learned you can say the most awful, horrible things and just say I was being sarcastic, and it fixes it immediately. Yeah, so yeah. I, I've got yeah, I've got that true. going Very for true. me, which is super nice. You got that in your back pocket. Yeah, I will. I will say that that has not helped me in a number of uh, principal, parent, and student meetings where I was explaining how funny I am and how powerful a tool sarcasm is as a vehicle for instruction. <laughs> but it's worth try again. <laughs> I got a toast. Yep. I'm going to toast, uh, hey, this actually fits nicely with the uh, teacher idea. This place is called the Jolly Scholar. The Jolly Scholar Brewery and Restaurant in Cleveland, Ohio. You know what they did on May 1st? Perhaps, depending on when this comes out. Uh, (laughs) They're going for the world's largest toast. It'll be a virtual toast, of course. Matt Van, the owner, has set it up 7 p.m. on his Facebook page. He's going to try to get the whole world uh, to toast together. So that's the Jolly Scholar Brewery in Cleveland, Ohio. And I thought that's a quite literal and awesome toast. So good luck to you, Jolly Scholar. And there you go. Matt Van. Cheers. 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 Boy, I really like that Bitburger. It is really tasty. And I did put out on Instagram that a toast to that Magnifico lager from Dos Desperados. You're bragging about uh, talent because I finally got oh, some. Oh, so good. J- Jason from Brew Catalog delivered some. <laughs> it's, it's so good. Oh, Especially with like 85 degree weather we've been having. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was great. I was yesterday. It was awesome. I had, I finally got the keg of sublime tap last night and I'm sitting by the pool. It's like 85 degrees and sublime. It was, it was a perfect evening. It was a great day to be quarantined. Yeah. <laughs> We're moving on to roast. All right. I do have one of those. If you want to hear it. I do. We do. Okay. Okay. All right. So anyway, so, uh, you know, basically I, you know, you look through the news and, and that kind of stuff and you see all these stories of, of people that are just kind of losing it a little bit, but you really want to talk about losing it here during the quarantine. This is, I'm going to roast, uh, he's from Vallejo, California, and it's the planning commissioner there. His name's Chris Platzer. Basically the entire city council is calling for his removal 
because he was in a Zoom video meeting last uh, last week where it was a planning commission meeting and they were t- discussing a project and stuff. The meeting was actually recorded and was made available to be viewed from the public. And the moderator asks Platzer for a comment at a certain point, and you can hear his cat meowing in the background. And uh, <laughs> first he goes, oh, okay, well, I'd first like to introduce my cat. And he lifts the cat up into the camera. And then he tosses the cat over his shoulder oh, and you can hear this I saw that. off camera. <laughs> yeah. And then it says, wow. and then, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice. And then a little bit later uh, in the meeting, which uh, he, he's, you could actually see him. He's drinking a bottle of beer in the middle of the planning nice. commission meeting. Fantastic. And then I guess after well, the that's meeting okay. ends, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, after the meeting ends, everyone else has left the call. You can hear him saying, he goes, I'm going to call bullshit on you little bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, they're calling for his resignation. Oh, so you know what? Man. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna talk about appropriate behavior in uh, uh, Zoom meetings and stuff. Sure. And I would say he did not read the proper norms for the Zoom meeting prior to no, that. No, one. no, Don't no. Don't throw animal abuse. And yeah, you that's can number enjoy one. your your bottle of Goose Island IPA. Just put it in a coffee right. mug. Put it in a different cup. Yeah, a different I mean, cup. let's go. Let's be honest. All right. So, anyways, that's totally my role. Totally sounds like a Goose Island guy. He he does. <laughs> Uh, i gotta roast as well doormat custom made doormat i'm not gonna tell you the state you'll have to guess the state you already guessed didn't you i know i yeah yeah Yeah. three guesses the first two don't count yeah printed on the doormat said come back with a search warrant so police had stopped by this house based on some neighbors' complaints and saw the uh, doormat come back with a search warrant. So they did. Giant drug bust. The whole drug operation going on. That's fantastic. <laughs> Brilliant. Go ahead, guess. Florida. You're right. It was Florida. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Florida was my first four guesses. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's they came back, but they weren't home. They were at the beach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Moving on to pour one out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I got get mine one in here. For those as I'm well. gonna get mine in because yours is a good oh, one go to first? finish I, with. I already yeah. know yours is, but I think yours is better. But go ahead, you go, you go. Because mine's so literal, and yours is fun. Yeah, I know. Okay. Uh, my, mine is on the exchange page of the Wall Street Journal uh, on last weekend. I do like the the title of the article: "A Billion Dollar Problem Is Brewing." Because March Madness was canceled and St. Patrick's Day was a bust, there's over a million kegs of beer out there across the United States that's going bad. And, you know, it's been sent out to stadiums and restaurants and hotels, and they have nowhere uh, to put it. The breweries can't, don't have room to take it back. They can't save the beer. You know, after four to six months, it's, it goes bad. So there's a bunch of money out there already and the, the kegs are missing, so they can't be refilled. And then they don't know how to dispose of the beer because you just can't just dump it in rivers to throw off the pH. So they're trying to figure out all the different things they might be able to do to get rid of hundreds of millions of gallons of, of beer that just have to go bye-bye. So that's a sad one and a quite literal poor one out. It is. Uh, I'm, think, I'm thinking Craigslist, maybe. Craigslist and the free every part of craigslist there are people hey yeah. hey there are people that will drink that if people will drink disinfectants there are people that will drink six month old keg beer let's just <laughs> let's just throw that out there right now i mean if I people just let it go in, bad it, and call it a farmhouse sour there you, there oh, you go yes oh, no, well played. you call it a wild <laughs> ale a wild ale yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Wild <laughs> very good oh that's a good one i did see that story and i, I thought it was quite interesting so but uh so I have a poor one out too. And really this is more probably for all of us because we're all of a certain age. 
and really it's pouring one out for everything important that I learned in high school. <laughs> you know, when I was a ninth grader, the first class I took in high school, probably my most valuable class I took in high school, uh, was typing uh, with Mrs. Hartley. You know, I was always told that at the end of a period, you put two spaces, right? Mm -hmm. Continue that practice to this day. Absolutely. However, I'm being told as of now, that's incorrect. And Microsoft Word has now said that will be marked as an error now in Microsoft Word because in reality, you only need one space after a period. I don't know who gets oh, to make these choices God. and decisions. It doesn't look right. Uh, it doesn't. I agree. coming to? But I, I, I saw that and that hit really close to home. And, and I feel like, you know, I, I can deal with quarantining. I can deal with uh, sheltering in place. I can deal with a lot of things. But right now, when you start going after those kind of values that I hold dear, yeah. uh, that makes it a little right. tough for me. So uh, I'm, blind in the I'm sand. pouring one out. Yeah, I'm pouring one out to my typing class and all of those, all that stuff I learned. Two major issues with that. Good. Let's hear them. Two major issues. One, it doesn't look right. I have way too many years of training. And two, when I'm typing, it just automatically, I just automatically do two spaces. Yep. That's not something I can fix yeah. when I'm typing. No, it's I ingrained. I have to go back and, and repair them all. So right. wrong, no, this yeah. wrong, me off. I'm ready wrong. to go. No. Yeah. yeah we're, we're, I'm not going to protest go the fact that beaches were closed, and I'm not going to protest a lot of things that people are protesting right now, but I would, <laughs> I I would go out and yeah. protest this. If this I is am. a true yeah. protest and someone organizes this, I would go out there and say, save my yeah. two spaces. Well, I'm going to go to the steps of City Hall yeah. with yeah. my mask and my AK 47 and my manual and... typewriter. Yeah. I'm so glad and there's say, not a cat around here right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's my poor one out, guys. That's sorry a good sorry to out. bring everybody down. Sorry to bring to you know, but hey, it's sometimes you gotta, that's a do rough you gotta one. do. Come to this entry, Google Docs. Nobody yes. needs word. Yeah. Nobody needs word. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Toast, a roast, and pour one out. Tom. Slow-mo. We, we know you and love you as slow-mo, but today you're the Chico kid. I like that. <laughs> yeah, you've openly pronounced your man crush on Ken Grossman to the, the point of saying you'd like to spend time in that original shed where he brewed the first thing with him and just sit down and really chat with him. This is your opportunity. What do you want to tell us about Chico, California and Sierra Nevada back in the day, late 1980s, early 1990s, you were there. Lay it on us, big guy. Well, let's start with Chico itself first. Um, and one of the landmarks of Chico is Bidwell Park. Now, Bidwell Park is a huge location uh, in the eastern side of the city that's divided up into Upper Bidwell and Lower Bidwell. And those areas have distinct differences to them. Uh, Lower Bidwell is mainly where the parks are. Uh, you have the swimming area there all the softball fields. Uh, Upper Bidwell is where you see a lot of the mountain biking going on um, and get lost up there in the rain, going on your mountain bike and all the mud coming up on your back and then crashing your, your bike. No, I didn't do that uh, <laughs> several times. No, I didn't do that. So it just a beautiful location. You know, it's, it's a great uh, place to just go hang out and, and study, quiet, a lot of uh, softball slash slosh ball games there were played. Um, so a lot of fond memories. And, oh, by the way, it's where they, in 1937, filmed The Adventures of Robin Hood with Earl Flynn and Olivia de Havilland. 
if so if you ever get to chico uh and you have the time and you just want to relax uh go to bidwell park we were there with pgw yeah yeah uh, and yeah and the guy the guys were surfing on the dam there yeah it's a cool spot uh, and and have and having a grand old time of it so yeah just a lot of fun a lot of fun a lot of great place to go so and then with regards to sierra nevada itself you know, I think I had told you in a previous podcast that, you know, obviously I was there from 87 to 2001. I'm sorry, 87 to 91. Wow. <laughs> 2001. Yeah. That's all right, Tom. Takes, run. Hey, Tom, slow-mo. Your name There's, is slow-mo for yeah, a reason. Yeah, it takes some yeah. time to graduate. Yeah. School is hard. Wow. He's like Jim Belushi yeah, in Animal there, House. Yeah. Right. There you go. If only, right? Doga, um, doga. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So. So when I was there, Sierra Nevada, the, the, the brewery that we know now and love, it just opened its doors, at least the first part of it. And one of the little known secrets is that Ken Grossman is a huge fan of music, specifically blues uh, and country. And so one of the things that we were fortunate enough to do as music students at Cal State Chico was to record some of the performances there. Uh, over the years. And I was actually fortunate enough to be an assistant engineer on one of the, the events there at Sierra Nevada uh, featuring Portland blues artist Lloyd Jones. And it was just a, an incredible night uh, there in the restaurant. You guys remember the restaurant we were in? Well, that's the venue that we were in, just that part of it. And a lot of energy, you know, a lot of dancing, um, a lot of cheering. It was just an incredible night. And we actually recorded it that night and we released it on as an album and that's actually my first album credit called lloyd jones have mercy live uh it was just an incredible experience uh we did several other events there but it was just a, a great time uh so getting back to ken grossman as you can imagine over the years you know he did started to do bigger and bigger shows so and in 2000 sierra nevada opened what they call the big room so now this big room is a one-of-a-kind music venue and entertainment space that's right there at the facility. Now, unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to go into it when we were there, um, but it's a multifunctional room that can be transformed from a 500-person standing room only uh, into a 300-person dinner theater show uh, location. Uh, and since opening in 2000, it's featured a variety of acts, including country bluegrass, folk, rock, blues, and other musical genres as well as, you guessed it, some beer celebrations. <laughs> and your graduation, uh, I think. Yeah, in two thousand, right. yeah, it would have been open by his graduation. <laughs> in 2001, right. Which is why he waited <laughs> so, so long, because he was waiting yeah, for it. it, was, it was yeah. worth it. He could have graduated yeah, already. Exactly. It was worth it. Yeah. Um, and then in the mid-2000s, the, the venue became such a hot spot that a lot of mainstream artists were going there to record live albums and concert videos, uh, including people like Huey Lewis in the News, Los Lonely Boys, Sam Bush and guitar legend Tommy Emmanuel. Um, and then it took off even further uh, with PBS collaborating with Sierra Nevada to host a concert series called Sierra Nevada Center Stage, and where they aired dozens and dozens of events over the years. Just a, a great, great homage uh, that Ken Grossman has paid to, for his love of music. Uh, everything that you see about that location uh, is just a wonderful venue, state-of-the-art facility. Uh, and, a, and a great place to see an event. If you ever get a chance there, I highly encourage it because it's just a great, intimate place. Kind of like the Belly Up Pier, only better in my mind. All due respect to Belly Up. So cheers to the big room at Sierra Nevada and Chico. Cheers. cheers.
Cheers, big room. This should have been a I bet you didn't know. Yeah, it sounds like a, it's very educational. <laughs> well, when you spent that much time at a school, I would hope you would know a lot. That's a long time to spend at a school. It's a big run. It's a big it run. is. Yeah. Did a lot of research. A lot of research. And you have another beer for us. I do. I do. Doc, you, you thirsty there yet? Oh, yeah. Always. Well, a little backstory on this one. I have to thank Jeff, the influencer, for sending me an Instagram link uh, to Sierra Nevada earlier this month, uh, where they were announcing the online sale of a bunch of their beers, including some of their very rare barrel-aged gems. So, of course, I had to order some. And this one is called Life and Limb, and it's actually Life and Limb number three. It's a collab with Dogfish Head Brewery, uh, who's in Milton, Delaware. Uh, it's an American strong ale uh, weighing in at 10.2 ABV and 45 IBU. And it's brewed with two different syrups, a maple syrup from the dogfish farm in Massachusetts, as well as the birch syrup. Uh, additionally, the brewery is used to state barley from Sierra Nevada's farm, plus house yeast blend of both dogfish and Sierra Nevada. And this is the third time, obviously, that they've had this ale. The first one debuted in 2009, and the second one was released in 2011. And this is a, the 2019 version. So, nice. cheers. 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 It's good to see that Sierra Nevada is uh, social distancing there, you know, brewing with breweries far, far away, far away. Germany yeah, and the East Coast. Yeah. Safety yeah. first. It's important. It is. You know, it does say right on the, the can to sip this beer. So, mm. that's good for me. I need that little warning. Uh, I'm actually kind of interested to hear what you guys think about this one because... Uh, you look at the ingredients, you think it's going to come out one way, and uh, it kind of throws you a happy curve. I, I'm really happy that it's not as sweet as I thought it was going to be with two two different syrups used. And, yeah. and that's that's making my day because that is already kind of bracing myself uh, for this heavy-duty, syrupy, sweet uh, brew. And, it, and it's not. It does have sweetness in it, but it's not like, like sticky or, or syrupy. Overwhelming, yeah. Yeah, it's not that sugary, overbearing sweetness that you sometimes get, especially with two syrups. Yeah, you know where your teeth hurt. It, it, it's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. It, it, it's yeah, surprisingly light in that regard. So it's almost like a an extremely smooth porter. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it, and I was a little worried about a syrupy beer, and I think it's quite good. And I like that it gave the uh, the the sipping recommendation. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely a sipping beer. This would be a hard one to drink during a planning commission commission meeting. Yeah, ah. yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be a cat if someone's drinking this thing during a planning commission meeting. <laughs> I didn't even look at what. Let's see here. What is the what's the ABV on this thing? I don't think it's too bad. Ten point two. Surprisingly. Oh yeah, I no, oh, I no, I could tell that it was. Nice. I, I could. Tell. Yeah, that's a cat thrower. That's a, definitely a cat thrower. <laughs> a cat thrower. Oh, I changed my mind. This is perfect that's... for a meeting. Just just sit <laughs> my way through a meeting with this. No wonder why you forgot to turn off the mic. <laughs> Thank you for picking up these beers too. Yeah, uh, thanks, Tom. Yeah, absolutely. Tom. Cheers. Cheers. I'm going to give that Bitburger a four two five. I think I gave it a four, but I, but the more I drink it, the more I like it. But that also could be. That's usually how it goes. <laughs> that's usually how it goes. But yeah, it's a solid. I I I will say this personally. I like the triple hop lager better than the life and lime one. I'm a four on it. I like it. 
I think it's good, and, and it's uh, been out of my fridge for a while. And warm, it's warming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I like agree. it warm. I agree with actually. that. It's warming warm, up. but yeah, that's the syrup part of it. Syrup's always better warmer yeah. than cold syrup. Yeah, there you go. Just in my so opinion, it's probably true. Yeah, actually, it's yeah. probably pretty good on pancakes. I think. Well, we'll try it tomorrow. All right. Sure. Actually, yeah, yeah. Tempted to try that. True. Life and limb. Life and lime. What, what did I say? Limb. Well, you lime. know. Life and lime, life and lemon. Yeah. That's a good point. I can't read yeah. as well. <laughs> Mexican lager guy. He wants lime in there. <laughs> oh, you're right. It is life and lime. Tom, what's that? What's that word for a beer limb. that that not not lime or lime, but what's the word for when a beer has to <laughs> has to warm up a little bit, has to sit in the glass a bit? I believe they call it tantric. Tantric, right? And I'm at a I'm a solid four for life and limb. Lim. Where are you at, Doc? I'm I'm at a 3.75. On both? For which one? Oh no. That, no, the first uh the, the first Sierra Nevada I I liked that was more like a four point two five. Okay. Just life and limb. Uh, three point seven five. Three point seven five. Four on average, if my math ser- skills certain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I did four two five and four five, believe it or not. Wow. Oh, okay. Life and limb. Well, he's he's so, zoomed in, uh, and it, we can see him in the corner of his house. It's a big house, yeah, <laughs> big house. Yep. It is big house. It's a big house. Yeah. Come on up, Will. What's it hit your lips? It's so good. Nice. Thanks, Will. Thank you, Will. Thanks, Will. Thanks, Will. <laughs> this life and limb with so much syrup in it, I think it might be a solid breakfast beer. I wonder what it'd be. Like I said, over some some waffles, or maybe as a yeah. side, like have some waffles on the side. Nothing. Gets I definitely worse get when you add waffles. Nothing, nothing is worse no, than true. with the addition of waffles. <laughs> Fa- what's your favorite right. type of syrup? It's favorite type of syrup right now, Jill. Well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm ma- maple syrup. That's talent. Okay, there's talent different types maple of syrup. syrup. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Joe, favorite type of syrup. Tell me the types of syrup. I thought there was one, so I'm I'm at a loss here. Maple. Nice job, Joe. That's the right Thanks. answer. I'm trying. Before you ask, maple. Doctor, favorite syrup. Blueberry. Blueberry. Oh, nice. And I like boysenberry. Uh, throws the curve. Boysenberry is for me. Right. Actually, think think about that life and limb on some ice cream. Well, that would be mm. another good call. Life and lime on ice cream wouldn't be as good. Oh, life and lime <laughs> on a float. That'd be a good one, too. So I like that, too. In fact, actually... Hey, I'm naming it right now. I'm going to start making a Mexican lager later this week. It's going to be called Life and Lime. I think I'm you writing should. it down right now. Okay. <laughs> life uh, life and Lime. Unless someone else already has that. Then it will be I called I Like Beer, the Mexican lager. Quick shout out to our follower, Megan the Young, who posted my request for more followers on Instagram on her stories. So thank you, Megan the Young. Nice. Thanks, Megan. Nice. Thanks, Megan. Thanks, Megan. Now, if you're a new listener... You are in for a treat, but regular listeners know what time it is. Actually, maybe way past time for it. Doc, showtime. Welcome to another edition of Beer or Not a Beer, the hoppiest game show in podcast land. I'm your host, Dr. Todd. For those of you new to the podcast, welcome. Here's how the game works. I'm going to name four beers. Three are real beers. One is not real. This one I thought of while doing my daily Clorox injections. So here we go. Are we ready? 
<laughs> yes, we are ready. Are we ready? Okay, so here we go. Beer or not a beer? Four beers. Find the one that is not a beer. Here we go. The first one is Pandemic Porter. Got it? Pandemic Porter. Okay. The next one is Don't Stand So Close to Me, a German-style lager. Next one is called Two Meter Peter. Supporter. So you always know the proper social distance. Two meters is like six feet, you know. Yeah, that's good enough. And the, that's metric. And the last one, the last one is mind bleach in IPA. All right, once again, I'll real fast, I'll run them down. We had pandemic porter, don't stand so close to me, two meter Peter, and mind bleach. Wow. All right. So I'm going to go clockwise from my uh, Zoom screen here. So, Joe, Padre, what do you got? What is Mind Bleach again? <laughs> Mind Bleach is an IPA. IPA. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm going Mind Bleach. I don't buy it. Mind I don't Bleach. Buy it. Yep. All right. Tom, sound man, slow-mo. Chico Kid. Chico Kid. What's the two meter Peter? We it's it? a por- a porter two meter Peter porter. Supporter. Supporter. Yeah. Supporter. I'm gonna go two meter Peter. Two meter Peter. Wouldn't we all? Okay. Uh, influencer. I don't think don't anybody stand. wants a two meter Peter. Don't stand. I'm going Sounds with don't wrong. stand. Don't Sounds stand like so close tough, to me. Tough, tough burden. Don't stand so close to me. Staying in the police. All right. Talent. What type of beer was Don't Stand So Close to Me? It's a German style lager. Oh, is it? If it had been um, an English uh, style, I would have gone for it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I'm going to, you know, just because it seems like a lot to put on a, a can, I am going to go with Don't Stand So Close to Me as well. Uh-huh. All right. Are we ready? Yes. So uh, here we go. First of all, Mind Bleach is actually a beer by Beacon Brewing in Wales the uk pandemic porter which no one chose was from three stars brewing in washington dc and the last one it's either don't stand so close to me or two meter peter porter uh don't stand so close to me is actually a german style from wild wild heaven brewing in atlanta and yes there really is not a beer called two meter peter porter unless you know, well, I there will be it. now. Yeah, <laughs> there will be now. That was a good one. Very well done. That was a good. That was fun. As always, this has been another edition. Until next time, beer or not a beer. Thank you, Doctor Genius, as always. And thank you, listeners, for taking a few minutes out of your day to join us for a beer or two and a couple stories. Keep supporting your local breweries. They need your help. Be nice, tip big, stay safe and healthy. We'd love to keep drinking and chatting. But right now, in the interest of social distancing, don't stand so close to me.